Well, hello and happy Tuesday. Woohoo. It's our chat online. I'm Jeff. And I'm Dana. And Ben is here as well. Well, he'll be here in just a second. Ben is joining us today because today we got us some new guests that cool. we're going to talk with. And Who today, do we have? Today we got Mr. Ike. Aw. Now, Ike, let me tell you, we know Ike. We'll tell you all about that in a few minutes, but Ike's going to join us in just a uh, couple of minutes here. And I think we're going to squeeze Samantha in as well. See, some of our new listeners that want to join the cool. show. Cool. Okay, nice. And here's the thing now. Ike, from what I know about Ike now, Ike is a Biden supporter. Okay. We finally, we got, need we that. finally got one brave enough to come on. We need that. We told everybody, we'll be nice. We're not out to get anybody. It's not like that. So uh, Ike is going to join us, and we'll talk about that and some other things and later in the show. Samantha, and we'll talk about some of the same subjects with her. It is our chat online, and we always like to tell you thank you so much for listening. If you want to be on the show, go to our website, ourchatonline.com. On the right-hand side, it says record or leave a voicemail or something like that. Just click on it, and right there, a microphone will pop up right on your computer, phone, whatever you got, and you'll be able to join us. Leave a message if you got something you want to say. If you don't want to be on the show, but you just have a comment, or a suggestion, whatever it may be, a question, and uh, you can leave it right there. Our chat online. You can hear us on Spotify. You can hear us on Apple Podcast and Google Podcast and Amazon too, if you can find it on there. We're working on Pandora too, so hopefully we'll get that one going before long. But of course, the easiest way is ourchatonline.com. We now want to welcome into the show as we do every week. Ben, how are you, Ben? I'm good. How are you guys doing, Dana? Jeff. Good. We're doing good. We're like melting out here in Dallas, Texas. That's that's how we're doing, but we're good. And uh, Ben, we also have another guest today, a brand new guest to the show, and it is Ike. Hey, Ike, welcome. Welcome, Ike. Hey, 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 Dana. Hey, Jeff. Hey, man. Good to meet your acquaintance, Ben. All right. Good to meet you, sir. Well, you know, we got we got Ike on the show, and just just like so, we make this clear to everybody. uh, Dana and I know Ike already because we owned a radio station in Alabama, and Ike was like our main go-to guy for for pretty much everything he handled all of our son <laughs> he handled all of our sunday programming he handled it also ike's a super good guy I very I, hard worker yeah we've had these conversations that we're going to have today ike and i in the studio of the radio station have sat down many times going back and forth and here's the deal ike and i did not agree on a whole lot of things politically <laughs> but here's the thing at the end of the day when it was done we walked out there's no hard feelings or anything. We had different opinions. That's that's as far as it goes. So we want everybody to understand that. So Ike, Ike, I know you're new on the show. Just so you know, you know we don't we don't attack people and stuff like that. You've got an opinion. You know we want to hear it. Your opinion on things. It sounds sounds good to me, brother. We know how to respect one another. There that's you go. So first of all, Ike and. Dana and Ben know the first question we asked to everybody, every new guest. It's not just for you, Ike. We asked this to every guest. Can you name three things, three good things, that is, that Joe Biden has done since being in office? You know what? Uh, of course, being the president of the United States, it's just like being a quarterback of a football team. Uh, you get the, the good stuff and you get the bad stuff. You get, you, you get too much credit sometimes and then you get too much blame. But what, uh, what, what can you that, give him? What can you give him credit for? Yeah, I would say that the uh, the chips bill is going to be a big accomplishment for him. The uh, infrastructure bill, the bipartisan infrastructure bill, uh-huh. uh, it's going to be a, a big win for Joe Biden. And this latest bill that they're calling the inflation uh, uh, reduction bill, uh, it's going to be a big uh, going to be a big win for him. So those are three accomplishments. Whether People think he deserves it or not. He's going to get the credit for it. Ike, you're the first one that's been able to name anything. Anything. <laughs> Every time we ask that question, <laughs> it's usually quiet. But now, now here we go. Let's let's talk about it. at least let's talk about this last bill. Um, this is mm-hmm. the one that is going to like bring us like eighty seven thousand new IRS agents. You see that as good? Well, you know. You know, me and the IRS ain't got a great. <laughs> yeah, right. But, so, do, do we need do we need all those new IRS agents? Listen, uh, 
it's just like any other. It's just like any other bill. Uh, and you know the law you pass. You always got uh, what I, I call things that were unintended. Right, right. Uh, uh, so I, I I don't count that as being a good part of the bill. Let me let me put this out uh, disclaimer up front. Uh, I don't think a lot of things that pass in Congress and and in, in government is all good. There's always support that you know just it's like eat fish. You got to eat the fish and spit out the bone. Yeah. Okay. Because that that's kind of the thing. And we we had a discussion about this on a, in our previous podcast, like. I, and I, we don't know every detail of this this new bill. We don't, but you know, we know certain things that that affect us. And it's just with all the money they're going to spend to bring in all these new IRS agents, they want to start, you know, doing more auditing people. Um, I there's just something bad about that. We've said it before that how come we're not getting more agents down at the border instead of IRS agents? Yeah. Well, I will say this, and and this is a part of uh, that, because, you know, a lot of times we talk about RAS, because, you know, we're dealing at our level. I would say this, that a lot of the stuff that goes on, corporations that don't pay anything, you know, a lot of that corporate welfare, we don't hear enough about that and stuff, and they don't enforce that on, on the big guys a lot of times and stuff, and that needs to happen because if they would pay their fair share, uh, we wouldn't be billions and trillions of dollars in debt and stuff. So, and and those are the laws that but, don't even get don't don't get enforced right now and stuff. So, so they may need those they, agents. But they they do a lot of business. I mean, they do a lot of business across the nation, and the amount of business they do, the small tax they pay makes up for makes up for uh, tons of people like us that are just. Uh, at the bottom or the at the mid level instead right. of at the top. You take somebody well, like I, Trump that's making millions of dollars. He pays a lot more taxes than we do, and even though they say he he's paying hardly nothing, but if you really looked at the figures, he's paying a lot. Well, well then that would be true if they would follow the rules and follow the law that they're supposed to. But there's so many corporate loopholes and stuff. You'd be surprised to find if you really go do the research. A lot of them guys don't pay nothing. Yeah. I mean, zero, Here, which is not right. Look, there is the loopholes things you're talking about. Here is the difference. So even if we have all these new IRS agents, how's that going to help if we still have the loopholes? If we didn't close the loopholes, you can have all the agents that you want. If if these rich people have the uh, financial people behind them to know the loopholes and the way to get around it, what, and, are, what are IRS and, and agents going to do? Yeah. And that, and that, and that's, there's the problem in our system. Uh, yeah, this is my problem with Christian cinema, uh, you know, because that was our holdup with signing and stuff, you know. Uh, and this is the thing is that people just need to be honest that with any system, you're going to have uh, uh, pros and cons and stuff. And if people would have integrity and do what they say they're going to do instead of trying to cheat the system, and that's at every level. Uh, you know, you'll get a lot of attention on people that do welfare cheat and, and that kind of stuff, but you don't get a lot of attention on the guys that, that cheat at the top and stuff. And there's a lot more at the top going on than people want to admit, and, and that's just the truth. I mean, I, I mean, I agree to some point, but, you know, I was just sort of thinking, you know, while you were talking about, you know, the whole text, you know, the whole tax code and the tax code, you know, is written in such a way that, you know, people have standard deductions. And, you know, for us, most of the people, you know, I'm, I mean, I think I'm on like a 20, 23 or 24% tax. Uh, and, and I'm paying taxes every year. I'm paying taxes. And, and my wife and I, we, we're, we're like middle class, maybe upper middle class. But we feel like the government wants more from us than they should be able to take. And then you got all these people coming in off the, you know, coming in the borders and stuff. You know, they're not paying any taxes, and but yet the American citizens we're getting slammed. Yeah, no doubt about yeah, it. And, and I know that, and I, I, I believe that to a point, um, and that that is the perception. A lot of times, uh, you know, if the, the working class which I probably fall more like into. I mean, you know, we said we don't pay any taxes, but man, everything I get <laughs> and, and the tax break didn't help us at all. And stuff. It seems like if you didn't make $200,000 a year, uh, all our stuff went up. You know what I'm saying? I, 
some people got about nine dollars more in their paycheck, but then they found out that they had to pay taxes and stuff to get a return. Or uh, those uh, times when they used to be able to claim their houses, uh, those breaks were gone. And yeah. you know, so it, it's just uh, it's just uh, it's a game somewhere. If you're making more than about eighty or ninety thousand a year, you're getting hit with a you're getting hit with a good tax bill. Oh yeah, that's what I've that's what I've. Yeah, and I, I believe that, and I believe that, and it seems like uh, a lot of the breaks don't happen unless you get up around two hundred thousand dollars a year. That's been, um, you know, the research that I've been accomplished with for a while. It seems like until you get there, you're not getting a lot of the so-called breaks and and all that kind of stuff. You just you're 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 Joe Smoke. <laughs> I guess we're Joe Schmo, Dan, because we don't hit that 200 mark. So we, we're definitely, we're not getting those no. breaks at all. So, well, okay, there you go. I mean, that there's there's no right or wrong answer. You know, everybody has an opinion. And we're going to move on to one more thing that uh, I, I'm going to ask you this. And some people would look at this as, you know, nothing racist about this. This is something Ike and I have kind of stuff we've talked about. But, Ike, what do you think about reparations for all black people well, for all white people no all black people do you think you know how they're oh, the repar- okay. <laughs> no 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 i don't think i don't think white or black should be getting it i'm yeah. not you know i, 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 I was gonna say you need to call king george up and uh <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah no but but you know you see it all the time I, that they just want yep. all this reparations and yeah. and here's the deal i yeah. i've i have never owned a slave. I and I treat everybody absolutely the same. It, none of that matters. My parents never owned a slave. My grandparents never owned a slave. And I'm just going to venture to say, Ike, you've never been a slave, and your parents were never a slave. How do we? How do we come to where, like, you know, you all, all black people should get money for reparations? I didn't do it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think the problem is, no, my parents were not working, but uh, you, you'd be surprised. If, it wasn't but about three generations between that and stuff. So uh, I'm not, I, I haven't advocated for that, but I can I, I understand the mindset from because they did it for uh, the uh, Koreans that they did it for, uh, not the Japanese citizens that they did it for. Uh, you would never do, be able. They do it yeah. for the Indian. They do it for the 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 Eskimos, the native the native um, Eskimos up in Alaska. I mean, they yeah. everybody that's up there gets uh you know gets a piece of the government's pie or yeah. yeah year. Yeah, but the that, government that's not a winning argument. Yeah, that that's not a winning argument for for mo- and that's not a serious argument among uh, uh, most African Americans because we realize that that that's just not going to happen. Right. I mean, we're only twelve percent of the population still but still I, I the problem america have with us and this is all sincerity that uh from the beginning of the country you know we were here building it i think if you do the research when they when they fired the first shot i think it was a black man that died the first the first shot in, in the revolutionary war like like, the black man always dies first in the movies, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, it's true. The problem, the, the problem when they came in and, and, and started to draw the constitution, we weren't even. You know, we were three fifths of a person. You know what I'm saying? And so that's the that's the that's the torn that that's the struggle that America has with African Americans. I mean, they built the country, uh, and we've been a part of the country the whole time. But you know, you go off. And you fight wars, and you come home, and you still treat like a second-class citizen. And Jim, this is this is this is the problem with where our youth are now, because uh, right here in Alabama, where you on your radio station, I only graduated in 1982. I went to separate from in 1982. See, what I'm saying. So see that that's it, just it, hard it, to believe. That's hard to believe. I, and I do believe you, but you know what I mean. That's just unimaginable. I mean, yeah, especially, that in the 80s. <laughs> We're talking about, yeah, we're talking about in the 80s. You know, that's just, yeah, you, you yeah, think about that in yeah. the 60s and the 50s, but not the 80s. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm a wallet too, so, you know, so they're a little bit behind everybody else. Well, I was going to say that I, I brought that up to bring that some of the, some of the attitudes are uh, because those people have, have taught their children that. 
And so until we get to the point where we are, listen, uh, whether you red, black, it's one America. It's a melting pot, you know, and stuff. And some of the stuff, if you go too far to the left, you got wacky stuff over there. You go too far to the right, you got, you know, it's built off a lot of crazy stuff. We, I wish we were just get back to truth telling. And, you know, uh, I understand Dan served. When I served, listen, we saw one color. It was green. Right. <laughs> you had, you had, I was in the Army, so. You know, I, I guess, I guess I'm, I'm just one of those that's like, I mean, our, our tax dollars are already giving. We're giving away so much money anyway. We've talked many times. I, you haven't been on the show, but about, like, people with disability and how yeah. many people fake disability and how much money they're getting. That we've, yeah. we're giving away so much money that I, I just – I can't believe that there, there's somebody's trying to get more of this money. I mean, I, we can't give any more. I mean, we just can't give any more money to, to give away. Well, well, and, and this and this is the thing, and and, and uh, with with uh, social issues is, is what we talk about right there. How uh, uh, you know a, a lot of times, if you want the corporation to do certain social, there's certain sense a certain amount that they with certain. Uh, so uh, corporations would do, but they're there to make money. They're not there for the social welfare. Uh, and so this is where most times you, you differ on right and left because left will use government, you know, a little more to do social things and stuff. And so uh, whether we want to do it or not, you know, have the will to do it, you know, the poor is going to always be with you. It, you know, the Bible says that and stuff. And, and everybody's not poor because they chose to be poor. Uh, was the, some of the conditions, uh, because it was not a fair playing field, have caused some people to fall into poverty. So that's just something. It's, it's a way to do it, but we have to be balanced. Right. Just in everything you do, that has to be balanced. And that's, you can't just give away the farm. And at the same time, you can't just let people go hungry. You know what I'm saying? All right. Well, let me ask you this. So wait. I, so wait. Ahead, Did, do you believe in reparations or not? I, I'm confused. No, I, 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 I'm not. I'm not a proponent of it because I don't think it's a reality. Uh, I, I don't. I'm not saying that. Now, they just gave back uh, a good example because you know redlining and all this stuff. A lot of African Americans who would have wealth today don't have it because it was taken away from them because of Jim Crow and and, and that kind of thing. Uh, they just gave back the Bruce's in California, their land that was taken for them. You had Black Wall Street that was in that instance, I believe in that. But to say everybody's going to get a check because they were born in America and they were black and our ancestors were slaves, that's not going to happen. And I, I don't, so I, I, I'm not a proponent of that. But in well, case that where you can prove that happened with yes, the Indians too. I mean, they took the Indians' yeah. land away from them, then they moved them to a reservation, and then later they wanted the reservation. From them, yeah. but you know, what about Black Lives Matter? I mean, I I, I hate that term. Period. Yeah, it's, and it's not lives. that we're against, right? It's not that we're against Black Lives. It's just when you, it, it, I, I, I just don't matter. like the way it's said. Actually, yeah, and you know, you yeah, you'll peel, you'll hear people get in arguments when smiles say no, all lives matter, and then they get really offended. All does include yeah. black. I mean, black, white, everybody. I mean, I I don't understand that. I. Well, the history, and this is the problem, uh, the Bible said, well, you get a good understanding. And what happened was everything today gets politicized when they first started that. And just like any movement, let me be transparent up front, just like any movement, uh, you got some good and you got some bad. You got some people that got attached to it that were not, didn't have the, the best interest of the movement. And so it went off to something else. But the movement, Black Lives Matter, actually started because you had all these innocent black men uh, unarmed getting killed and on camera, like Eric Garner, I said that today, uh, got choked out, all these people on him for a cigarette. I mean, they should have gave the guy a ticket. You know what I'm right. So that's what, it's, that's what it started from and stuff. And so, and then when the movie took off, you know, you got stuff added to it. So you're saying but the way it way it started was yeah. fine, but you don't even agree. You can't even agree that the way this has ended up is right. I mean, it's just like it's become such a big thing. Do black lives matter? Well, yes, they do. But do white lives matter? Yes, they do. Do it. They all do. I mean, I just, I, you know, I don't understand how people get so offended 
if you say, no, all lives matter, because, you know, that does include everybody. But, yeah, and, and what happened with that was, like I said, it got caught up in, in politics and stuff. So they felt like that was a cop-out, and people just didn't want to say, oh, uh, because cause all people, you don't hear about too many Europeans uh, or, or Caucasian people getting pulled over, and instead of getting a ticket, you know, they get shot in on video with their hands up, you, you know, you know, Brianna Taylor's in her house, you know, and there, there's a cover-up. You don't hear too much of that, even though it happens now, but not at the rate that it was happening and stuff. And this was something that we had complained about for years, but we didn't have those cell phones. Now, almost every day, you can go on YouTube and see a litany of that where, you know, uh, it just was unjust, you know, and right. people bring the work, their prejudice, their, their, their biases, and then some people have their own agenda. And just like uh, you got good cops, you got bad cops and, and stuff. So, and that, that, that's just the reality that we live in. Right. Okay. Well, do you think... Go ahead, do, Ben. Do you think that... Do you, do you think that black people cause more of the, of the of the violence in the nation than white people? Because when you sit down and you watch, you watch TV, watch the evening news, and I don't care what station you, you turn on, there's always gun shootings and violence. I'm not going to say why people don't do it. They do. Yeah. But it looks to me like it's, it's, it's a lot worse in the African-American yeah, that, community. And that, and, that, and that transpires into people's lives, and they look at that, and they're like, well, I don't want to be around those type of people because they're violent people. Yeah, and, and, and I know that's been the perception that people show. And this is what um, you'll, you'll see in the south side of Chicago where that's an everyday struggle for the people you, that live in that community. Uh, you got a lot of gangs, and, and most of that because there's nothing but poverty. You go to Chicago and go on the north side, you wouldn't hear, you wouldn't hear a, a gunshot. You would never know you were in the same city. And so right. so I, I lived in Aurora, Illinois, uh, about 40 miles up the road from Chicago. Uh, that year I was there, they had over 500 uh, people murdered in Chicago. Mm. I'm 40 miles up the road, and we didn't have one. You know what I'm saying? And stuff. So it's 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 a lot of times the news, of course. Well, it's it's sensationalism. They're gonna they're gonna show you what's gonna get them advertising, what's gonna keep people looking and stuff. But uh, the perception, I think, is wrong. And so, so a lot of times when you see uh, the worst, that's what people show you. But uh, day after day. I would show you African-Americans that are striving, that are, you know, there's more of us that are similar to Barack Obama than there are the game bangers that you normally see on TV. Dana, that's kind of like, I think anytime you, and you know this, Ben, anytime you see a tornado came through a small town in the South, it's going to be a white person they go interview, and you're going to always look at them and say, Holy crap, they picked the worst of every person there was to ask. (laughs) Is that not the way it always is? It sounded like a freight train coming. It's always. always (laughs) And and we're looking at it thinking, wait, now that is not the way all people that live in a trailer park is. I tell you what, Ben, too, we we really got to, um, to, and I'll say this for Fox, CNN, all of them, MSBC, all of them. I hate that we got away from Walter Concrack and just somebody that would just give the news. Yeah. Uh, there's so much sensationalism and opinion going on, and, and the truth gets lost. And, you know, folks, are, and they've got people at each other's throat. And I tell you what, we are actually more alike than uh, we are different. To be honest with you, I've uh, been probably been to, I've been around the world, and one of the things uh, America is got a lot of problems. It's the best place to live in the whole world. Everybody, everybody, uh, whether they hate us or love us, uh, recognize that. That uh, And what I'm afraid of, what we're going through right now, is that we're about to give that all up, you know, for something that, that and, and I think a lot of people don't even realize that we're that close to losing. Uh, you know, it's a, rep- it's a representative Republican that's uh, Republican. It's set up on a democratic system, you know, and it's not promised. You know, we're the old, oldest democracy in the world, and we're about to give it all away. Yeah, yeah. You can't keep giving everybody something. Can't keep giving everything away. I mean, whether you whether you bringing people across the border or you're giving them, 
you know, welfare, food stamps, whatever. We got to take care of our people first. But, you know, Jeff and I have talked about this. We've talked about it and talked about it. And, and we even discussed it the other day. And I think Jeff just mentioned it a, a few minutes ago about the people that are sponging off the government, you know, for disability. Yeah. You know, it goes everywhere. And with all these people coming across the border right now, all these thousands of people coming across the border, they're, they're soaking up the government's resources. And we're, we're, we're not going to be able to ever recover from that. I mean, I mean, I, I'm going to stay right out here and I'm going to throw it out here. Um, like it or dislike it. I think Joe Biden did a bad thing by opening up the borders. I think, I think Trump had it, had it locked down and had the right idea. So, I mean, it's just my well, opinion. Well, I, I, and I can respectfully disagree because we've, we've always had immigrants. And, and one of the things we don't talk enough about the farmers right now, because of the policies of the last four years, uh, a lot of our shortage, a lot of things, they can't find workers because they're just sent up Americans aren't going to do anymore and stuff. And so, so the problem with what we need to do, Ben, is fix the immigration laws and fix the system. People will come right and they'll come. And, but if, if you got it where it's just political, people will never get a green card. They'll never get welcome to America. Before, when we were growing up, if you came here and did right, you worked hard and you did the American thing and you didn't break the laws and stuff, you had a chance to get a green card and you had a chance to become a citizen. Now, if we, if we want if we want to lock down America and don't let anybody in, now of course immigration. If you go look I'm at the saying, numbers, I, I'm not saying that, Ike. What I'm saying is, you got to do it the right way, and yeah. and you can let so many people in per year. You can't just open the gates up and just let everybody come because yeah. we're going to just be overrun. So, I mean, I can agree with you as far as. Yeah. I think I, I think America was founded upon immigration. Every one of yes, us, uh, our yes, ancestors, sir. came from somewhere else. But yes, but uh, it's got to be done the right way. I agree 100%, and we need to stop playing politics with it. And if people would be honest, Joe Biden is just a career politician. Joe's not going to do anything. If you really look at it, if, we were, if he really opened up the floodgates like people like they're saying that he did, you would already be overrun. Joe has really, he really rolled back some of the stuff Trump did because some of uh, some people felt it was inhumane the way they separated those children and some of the problems, even the people in Mexico and squander to die and stuff. So he basically just went back to the policies that America had always had when they had Bush, when they had when they had Reagan, when they had Obama, when they had Clinton. That's basically what Joe's done. Joe's pretty much uh, a down-the-middle, mainstream, old-school guy, but we've moved so far to the left and the right. He's, he's a pariah to most people, but Joe's not. I'm going to tell you, the one thing about Joe Biden is, is you're not going to wake up and, uh, and, and, and see that he's done anything too far right, too far left. They may accuse him of going too far left, but the people on the left are upset because they can't get none of the stuff. Uh, uh, Bernie Sanders can't get none of the stuff he wants. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Uh, This has to do with with Joe Biden. This man now, forget this is going off politics for a little bit. Do you think he's all there mentally? Because, you know, we see a lot of videos of him where he's just wandering around and, you know, (laughs) come on now. (laughs) That can't be right where he's trying. He's just shaking hands with the air now. Listen, listen, listen. Uh, uh, Joe has gotten up there in age. Uh, yeah. I don't think he's as sharp as he was when he was the vice president, but I don't think he's as loony as people. He's always been a quirky guy. He's always been off of Joe. He's always had that little, what you call it, think about it. But I don't think, I think he's getting a bad rap. I don't think, uh, again, this is what people feel. You know, one thing I found out, yeah, when I got to uh, uh, Iraq, and those people had been, Taught that we were the devil, that everybody would just, uh, you know, they were just surprised that when we start feeding them MREs and our doctors came in and took care of their elderly and we built bridges. See, they don't tell that part about what we actually did in Iraq. You don't hear that part. And, you know, the churches came over there and, and, and uh, when the chaplains got away, we were able to minister to the people. Uh, so I would say this about Joe Biden. I don't think he's as bad as people think he is. And uh, again, he's not the greatest thing since Vice President. There's, and that's one thing. That's why I am probably a truly an independent. 
right. if you, I don't know if you ever had an independent on the show, but uh, I don't, I don't subscribe to either party. Really, I fought my conscience. No, I'm I'm all for that. I think every one of us could would would say that. Like, forget Republican Democrat. Use your common sense. <laughs> Vote for the one you think yeah, is going to be best. That's it. That 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 that's it. And I I think most people will be surprised that uh, uh I can't speak for all African Americans, but I can say this is that uh we're not a, a monolithic group like most people think. Uh, you know, uh, most people vote what going to be favorable to them and their family. Uh, you know, you'd be surprised that a lot of us had what we would call con- very conservative views and, and voted a lot with the Republicans. Uh, of course, Abraham Lincoln is the reason why we have freedom. Yeah, so, a Republican. Uh, 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 yeah, and so, you, as you know, I'm, I, I'm ordained minister, so, you know, a lot of my leaning came from the uh, Christian coalition. We had with Liberty University, most most Protestant uh, religions, uh, a lot of our stuff came from Billy Graham. I'm talking modern day Christianity and right. stuff. And stuff. So, uh, but what we differed at was was uh, of course this whole thing with uh, Republicans believing state rights. Well, the history with African Americans state rights aren't great. You know, uh, my wife works at a university right now, named after George Wallace. Wallace was standing in this door saying, you know, uh, uh, separated forever, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Segregation today, segregation tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? Had, that went, had, had not the federal government stepped in, then we'd be still living in a different Alabama. And, you know, Jeff, uh, today that school, that, that campus, at least in Ufala, is majority of those are African-Americans. Ain't that something? It's, it's something how history uh, can turn things around. But I'm just saying that's the vote, why most people vote the way they vote. So right. A lot of times, African-Americans may vote more with the Democratic Party, not because they're so liberal, but because of some of the policies that they feel are more beneficial to, to their livelihood. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, I, do, you think, do, you think your, do you think your dollar is stretching as far now as it did two years ago when, when uh, the previous administration was in, when we had low gas prices and, you know, the groceries were way down. You know, what do you think right. about, what do you think about that? Right. Well, it, it, yeah. Yeah. Ben, that's a good question. Any economist would tell you, and if everybody would be honest, uh, uh, normally the, the, the economy goes up and down anyway, but uh, when they approve, and I think Trump approved, when they approved those stimulus checks, any real economists would tell you that that was going to put uh, money into the system and that was going to drive up inflation. They they knew that, but you just couldn't let the people uh, people out of work and stuff. So that that that's that's a part of what had happened. Now, um, what you're seeing, and I don't hear people talk about this enough, is that the economy's bouncing back. You got the greatest job growth ever. You you know everything is starting to come back, and it's cyclical like that anyway. A lot of times, whoever in the office gets the credit for it, but the economy's going to do that anyway. And the real reason why inflation is the way it is, it's, it's really because of those stimulus checks. But, and both but Republicans the, and Democrats did that. They, they, you know, Republicans but, did it first, and then the Democrats came back and did it again. But don't you think the job, most of the job growth is because when, when COVID came around and everybody sat home and, and people lost their jobs, now people are going back to work and uh, people are going back to work. So, the, you know, the numbers are sort of skewed because the people that were working that, that aren't working now, they're going back to get the, getting, getting jobs. And uh, that's where those figures are coming in, you know, because people didn't work for a year. Yeah, man, but see, if we play the numbers game, though, if you look at what was going on at the end of Obama, he had the highest growth, and it just continued in Trump and stuff. So uh, America had been on an upswing as far as jobs for a long time. So, so our economy, we're the richest nation in the world. Our economy, uh, if, if, if they do right and, and stop sending our jobs overseas, and we don't talk about that enough, how we killed our own manufacturing jobs and all that stuff, Corporate greed did that to us, not welfare. The welfare state didn't do that to us and stuff. And so, again, if we would just have an honest conversation, and if people that are, are, are running our government would just be honest with the people and try to do right by the people, 
I think one of the things, man, we need to do is get all this dark money, uh, you know, out of politics and stuff. And if people are working for the people and not their, not their, the people that sponsor them, I think we'll have a better place to live in. Well, I think we should have term limits, anyways. And I don't think, I don't think people should be able to, to uh, lobby their congressman either. I think that should be illegal because, I mean, that's just that's. That's uh that's some crooked stuff right there. Hey Ben, are you yeah, Ben? I, I agree. Are you I agree. Ben? Are you saying are you saying that Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer have been in office long enough? Yeah, I think they should be set out to uh to pasture on a boat with no paddle. <laughs> and and then saying that. No, I was just saying, not just them. What's what's the one on the other side? <laughs> Mitch McConnell. Oh no, no, Mitch McConnell. No, they, they, absolutely the same with him. He should be in the retirement home now. I'm not even saying that on a Democrat Republican thing. When you're that age, when this yeah. has been your career, your career, and yeah. and these people, yeah. look how much money they're they're making. Even though they, you know, if you look at what their salaries are, if you see it online, it's not that great. Well, they're. They're making money yeah. somewhere because they the houses they're living in, you know, they own three or four of them. No, you should yeah, be able to, just that, like the president, you should be limited to a certain amount of time. I, I agree 100 percent. I agree 100 percent. And, and they should not be able to, to they should have to uh, uh, give up those businesses. They shouldn't be trading stock and, and all that stuff that they do and stuff. Why they got the inside track. It's corrupt. It is corrupt, and I, I agree one hundred percent. And they need to be if they're if you're going to go there to serve, you live off of what you're going to serve those four years or whatever whatever the term is, and then you're going to you get some up out of there. Gotcha. And I really, uh, I really think the same thing for the, the Supreme Court. I don't think you need to say that to you, guy. <laughs> Absolutely. You know what? I agree with you there. They they should yeah. not be in. What was the old lady Ginsburg? Mm-hmm. Look, I don't I don't know too yeah. much about her, but nobody should be on there that long. I'm sorry, that's just not right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, right, let me ask you this. Before we wrap up, I do. We at one time had a conversation on the show. Well, I did. It was about the Bible and things that are in the Bible and stuff like that. Uh We had somebody that was going to come on uh, that was going to talk about, answer a few questions for us about the Bible. And and they, people always say they're going to come on and they chicken out at the last moment. That's why we thank you for actually coming (laughs) through it. But let me ask you something, Ike. The Bible, especially the Old Testament, has got some stories yeah. in it that I'm sorry just cannot be true. You know, I, I mean, there's just <laughs> now there's just things in there. We've got somebody being eaten by a whale and then spitting out or something like that. What? <laughs> Jonah. Yeah, Jonah. <laughs> come on. I, I three mean, days later. <laughs> yeah, he, I guess he lived inside the whale for three days and then the whale spit him out and said, I had enough of you. Um, yeah, then he, went how, to, then he went to Nineveh and preached. Yeah, tell me how that can be true. Come on. See, 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 see this is what this is. This is where your your, your hang up is. Yeah. See, we're we we that are Christians and we believe that in, in God and God can do anything. So you're thinking about in a carnal mind, a carnal mind which is a natural mind. You're thinking about oh well, uh, regular whale, but it's a God prepared a great fish is what it says. So. If God made that, if he created the earth, if he spoke, and so you look at how magnificent the earth is, God can make a fish big enough to swallow Jonah and let him live up in there. And Jonah came out there and stopped being disobedient with the Nineveh and preached, and they all repented. That's what happened. Uh, okay, okay. How about this, Ike? I got another thing I want you to... Can I get an amen from Ben? <laughs> how about this? It, here, here we go. We're going to go by the Bible, and now... Um, Jesus gave his life so that we should all have everlasting life. I've got that. Okay. So he gave his life so every person on the face of the earth in the future forever, as long as the earth exists, can have everlasting life, can have heaven and all these things, right? And and we we mm-hmm. and we praise him and oh my God, that's the greatest thing in the world. That's why we we should be bowing at his feet. But Ike, if 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 I knew I could give my life up right now and every single person on the face of the earth would be cured of cancer, I wouldn't hesitate doing it. What makes that such a big deal? What he did, because yeah. I would do that too. Wouldn't you? Wouldn't well, you? See, this, is, this is, yeah, well, see, this is, this is the thing. And this is the whole, the whole, uh, uh, structure of Christianity. You got to understand who Jesus 
really is. Uh, St. John 1 and 1 said, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and then the Word was manifest and made flesh and walked among men. So basically what Jesus' job was is to bring men back to God. So that's why he was the perfect sacrifice. So man, remember when God created the earth, he put man on there and Adam sinned. And so sin came into the world. The ways of sin is still death. So when everything is done and you stand at the judgment, this is Christianity now. I'm telling right. you, this is what I'm as if you if you die in Christ as a believer in Christ, when you're standing at the judgment, what God's going to see is not all the wrong we did and all that. What he's going to see is that sacrifice, that that's the blood of the lamb. And that's how we're saved. And what being saved means, because the Bible says death and hell is going to be cast into the lake of fire. That is the second death. So that's when we say we're saved, we're saved from the second death. Because the Bible says it's time for every man to die in the judgment. So once you die here physically, then you got to go to the judgment, and then that's when you're going to find out your eternal fate. So but is there anybody? I can say, is there anybody yeah. here? Is there uh, anybody here that, if you really go by everything the Bible says, that is going to get to heaven? Because there ain't a person here that could live by all the rules that are in the Bible. <laughs> that's why. That's why it's by His grace and mercy, and that that's the whole thing. And this, let me say this, Jeff. But the whole thing about Christianity and what sets apart from all the other religions in the world is that for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son who believe in him not perish but have everlasting life. It's all about love. Love your neighbor. Love your enemy. And this is my problem with a lot of the stuff that's being teached now in churches. Uh, God ain't got nothing to do with hate. He don't have to do with nothing to do with, 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 with uh, uh, a lot of the, the temperaments that we see coming out of these folks, that's not Christianity. That's not what Jesus taught us and stuff. So we need to get back to teaching and preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ, which is all about love. That's all Christianity is. It's all about love. All right. Are we supposed to take every word of the Bible literally? I, I believe every word of the God of the Bible. But this is the thing. The Bible is spiritual and man are natural. So unless you receive the spirit of God, it, see, the Bible's not by re, uh, interpretation, it's by revelation. God has to reveal his word in your heart. So if you're just trying to interpret, uh, uh, we don't have a good understanding. And so, so the Bible says, well, all you get and get an understanding. So you got to read it and, and, and receive the spirit of God in order to really get the revelation of what God is saying. And that's the problem. If you just try to interpret, Jeff, uh, you'll never get it. You'll never get it. Yeah, if you just because... read it like a history book. You never get it. The thing is, I mean, there's, and I know it's in there because I've researched it and looked it up. And, you know, there is a part in the Bible, and yeah. it says it word for word. I've read it where it says that women should be uh-huh. like shut up in church. Women should not speak. And it says that. And, and nobody can tell me it does it. Yeah. It says it. Now, if we're taking yeah. the Bible yeah. literally, though, every woman that's yeah. opening her mouth in church is sinning. And this is and this is the problem. And see, this is why you have to know. It's this standard uh, word precept upon precept, concept upon concept, and you have to know. You have to do it in context. What was happening? Paul, that, and that was Paul saying that, and that's that. And Paul said, "I don't allow a woman to speak because of what was going on at the church at that time." So, so it was about that particular church and what was going on in the church. And Paul said that he didn't say. If you read that scripture correctly, he didn't say God said that. And stuff. So it, it, you have to know, know, because if you look in the Bible, the first person to minister to Jesus Christ himself was a prophetess. It was a woman. When they brought him up to the temple, he was a woman. So there's plenty of, of examples in the Bible where women were doing great things. So that was something that was going on in the church where Paul was. And okay. that's, what, that's the context of that scripture. Okay, one more question for you on the Bible, and then we'll, we'll close that up. Just one more little thing that came up in a conversation not long ago. We're going to talk about Noah's Ark. Here we are. One guy built this huge boat. Okay, he put yeah. two He put two of every animal, insect, and everything on that boat, right? A male and a yeah. female. Okay, now, come on. How is that possible? That boat is built somewhere over there, you know, wherever it's at over there, Jerusalem, wherever over there. Now, how in the world did he, from over there, Get two alligators and two armadillos that live in Florida, all the way to all the way to Israel. How did 
tell me how he did that. How could you have done that in those days? Again, yeah, again, you, you're thinking in a natural, in a natural, in a natural thought. And so, uh, you got to think about if God told him to build it. Matter of fact, if you read the scripture, He told him what size it was, and who said, you know, we got our so-called scientists say alligators were here millions of years ago. That's it. We're taking their word for that. I'm just saying, whatever was supposed to get on that boat, that's who showed up. Because they came to him. He had to go looking for them. The animals came to him. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Hang on, hang on. So we're, wait a second. Now, so we're saying them alligators crawled from Florida to Israel. Uh, uh, Or whoever, (laughs) wherever they came from, they was, whoever was supposed to be on the boat. They was on the boat. <laughs> they it may not have been so, alligators. So there, there, really and truly, there is a lot of faith when it comes to the Bible because a lot of this stuff. And yeah, I, and I know you're. It. Go ahead. Yeah, that's it. You just keep you 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 just keep the word faith. That's it. You you can only receive what you're willing to believe. I preached that a couple of weeks ago. It, it's by faith. Faith from that hearing, hearing by the word of God. And the more the more that you get the word in your heart. Then you believe it more. And it's about this the thing about Christianity, it's a personal thing. And if you really get introduced to Christ personally, uh he'll he'll reveal it to you. I mean, uh, if I I'd live I would well, I'd be going too long if I gave you my personal testimony, but it's a personal it's a personal relationship with Christ is what you gotta have. All right. You have any questions, Dana? No, that was a good ben, sermon. Are you, ben, are you still with us? Yeah, I'm just sitting here listening. I'm I'm not uh I'm not real educated on that subject, so I ain't gonna say much. <laughs> <laughs> Me either. I'm just that's that's kind of the thing. I'm not either, but so I'm just trying to give you like the the things the average person, okay, just the average old American yeah. run around is gonna look at and think, oh crap, listen to this. This can't, you know, because a lot of it really it sounds more fiction than a children's book. Right, right, and, and, I, and I understand that perception of it. Like I said. Uh, you know, it, it's just like uh, uh, the way we were taught. And if you weren't brought up in church, then I, I can understand it why it's been uh, a little harder to understand stuff. But uh, when you become a person of faith and your faith brings you through so many things, I can tell you what brought me through Iraq and, and all those other things. And, and what I experienced living in Alabama, even as a child, when I was telling you about, I know what racism is. I know, you know, I've been pulled over. For nothing, you know. So I, I, I know what faith does for me and stuff. But one thing we can all agree on, Jeff, and even being can probably can agree on this, even if you're not a religious person, what the world needs now is love, sweet love. How about that? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The world's kind of messed up right now. I mean, it, it, this is a screwed up world. But Ike, we really do appreciate you coming on and uh, talking with us today. Yeah, I I love to come back sometime. I appreciate you guys being good to meet the band. And uh, like we said, we may not agree on everything, but we can agree. Uh, uh, we can learn how to agree, disagree agreeably. Does that make sense? Yeah, we we look at things a different perspective, but that don't that don't make things wrong. That's what the that's what the discussion's about. So yes, maybe sir. you can bring something, bring something to make us. Help us to understand what we don't see, or we can help you to understand what you don't see. Yeah, at least it's a, I, it's I a sure, different opinion. I, I sure appreciate it. We, we, we welcome those different opinions because, you know, it, it's not, you know, it's us usually just sitting here without somebody that's on your side, Ike. I mean, somebody, because, you know, I mean, uh, I like Trump. You know, I, as for a person, I think he's, I, look, as a person, I think he's probably a jerk. I don't think I would get along with Trump at all, but I, but I like what, but I like what he, I like America first. I like America first. And I just think, yeah, that I really like. But that was what Mike said earlier about Biden. He's a career politician. He is. He's done this yeah, his whole life. Yeah. I've seen old, older videos yeah. of him when the things he said are like totally different from what he says now. You know, I mean, he just he flip flopped. But that's. Well, listen, so we, I know we got to. I know we. I know we're getting ready to close. So let me say this, and and I and uh, I'm not a Trump basher, and and uh, I, it's it's amazing when we had Obama. That was a phenomenal where uh, where you know, uh, of course, a lot of African Americans like no matter what Obama did. You know, it was all good. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't one of those. You know what I'm saying? If, if I didn't agree, I didn't agree. And the same thing, it seems like it doesn't matter what Trump does, good, bad, and indifferent. You know, you got the folks that hate him and you got the folks that love him. And, uh, 
My problem is, and this is the only thing I'll say about President Trump, I, I, I don't judge him on nothing nobody has said about Trump. Uh, you know, the call down to Georgia, he made that call. The call over to Ukraine, he made that call. The things that come out, you know, and that's my problem. And, and my thing is, is, just tell the truth. If, you know, the, the whole uh, republic is not falling apart because he lost that the, the election, you know, uh, 2016, there was, you know, a lot of stuff that went on. Nobody talked to Russia. They found out everybody talked to Russia. Okay. They went to legalism. They, okay, he's the president. We did it. Boom. Now you lose. Now we got to talk to the republic. That's not right. And then we just need to fix that. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, we'll see. But uh, we'll see what happens in the uh, midterms that are coming up because we're going to have a lot of changes. And we'll get you back on and talk with you about that. So... Okay, Ike, sounds good. Ike, sounds good, guys. We appreciate yes. you, Ike. Thank you. Okay. All right. Thank y'all, guys. Appreciate Ike. you, guys. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Well, that about wraps up our show today for this Tuesday. We uh, have a new episode uploaded every Tuesday. I want to apologize for not getting Stephanie on on this episode. Yeah, this one ran long. It, it ran a little long, but I promise you, Stephanie will be joining us, and we're going to be... Uh, talking about inflation a lot of the same stuff we did today we're also gonna she's a a millennial right and then what we heard she's a millennial Mm -hmm. and she's a little bit on the liberal side so we'll have her on next tuesday we're gonna talk about i know we're gonna talk about student loan debt and you know whether she thinks it should be paid off and all kind of things that we'll talk about and of course we gotta thank ben for being on the show today and he'll be back with us next Tuesday as well. And Ike. Ike. Ike might not be back next Tuesday. No, but we want to thank him. We definitely want to thank Ike for coming on the show. And we told Ike before he came on, like, we'd, we'd be nice. And I think everything went, then went well. We want you to know, if you want to be on the show with us, see, just like with Ike, you may have different opinions. We may not always, you know, may not always agree, but we welcome your opinion. If you want to download the show, you can do it from your, you know, your cell phone, your computer, your tablet. Where, Dana, can you find the show if you want to download it? Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, and, and our chat online. Which is also where you can leave us a message. Right-hand side of the page, little button there. You'll see it. Stands out. And if you're on Facebook, become a Facebook yeah, we have, we have a group on mm-hmm. Facebook, the Our Chat Online group. You can you can get on there. You can leave us a message on there. Your your questions, your comments, if you want to be a guest, if you have something to say about something we've said, whatever the case may be. We'll have another episode for you every Tuesday. It's Our Chat Online. Bye.